Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime on a Monday night. Hope everybody's having a great evening so far. Lovely to have you here on the Primetime Show. Uh, we had some news, Titans-related, that dropped right as the radio show started today, and it was a pretty funny scene. So tonight, we're going to talk about the New York Jets hiring Todd Downing as their passing game coordinator. We're going to get into what on earth the Jets might be thinking and talk about how the combination of Downing and Hackett is what's going to fix the New York Jets, apparently. We'll talk about the preseason predictions for the NFL now that the season is over that we were most wrong about, and mine was a really, really bad one, so I hope you've come prepared. We'll debut our newest weekly segment, simply in case you missed it. For those of you who want more, Robert, ask and you shall receive, for better or worse, later on in the show. So we'll tell you what exactly we're doing with our new end-of-show segment on Mondays in just a little bit. Before we get started, though, I need you guys to share the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch, wherever you're spending your time with us tonight. If you are on Twitter, please retweet the show. It's in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. I'll do it myself right now, as a matter of fact. If you're on Facebook Live, you can share, share now to public, like Raymond Rodriguez or Karen O'Keefe, two names that are perfect for alliteration that I didn't realize until just now, but either way, do so. Share, share now to public, bottom left-hand side is where you find that. YouTube or Twitch like Mr. Jones or just simply Big Dog, you can like the video, subscribe to the channel. If you've done both of those things, tell a friend to do the same, and we would be grateful for your participation that way. Going to be a fun show tonight, and happy, as always, to have you guys in. So with that, let's go ahead and get this thing started. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Trust the team that your favorite teams trust at GaryAshton.com. Superbook Sports, where you wager on all the action. Doesn't matter what time of year it is, Superbook Sports will put you in a position to succeed on the NHL, on college basketball, on the NBA, whatever your hearts desire. Superbook.com is where you go. TrueMap Fitness, 200 by Super Bowl in the books, but now it's your turn to meet your fitness goals. You can do so for the best possible value and for free as a Middle Tennessee resident for the first time, your first workout free at TrueMapFitness.com. And Two Rivers Ford, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, where they always sell new non-specialty Ford vehicles below MSRP, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at TwoRiversFord.com. So, uh, the report today from Adam Schefter as the radio show was starting. Todd Downing hired by the New York Jets uh, as they continue to formulate their staff. Uh, it was something that actually was announced three days ago that I, uh, I honestly missed the first time that it came about. But um, as we were getting ready to uh, get started, uh, well, rather, the reporting around the Jets staff came out about three days ago. Todd Downing specifically was not mentioned until this morning. And so looking at the uh, circumstances now for Todd Downing, the Jets are taking on the uh, shamed former offensive coordinator by the Titans as their own project to fix their own offense. And the question simply uh, made me want to ask you guys, or the news simply made me want to ask you guys this. 
What what has been the most questionable coaching hire, coordinator, assistant, head coach, whatever you choose to select? What has been the most questionable coaching hire of the 2023 cycle? Let me know wherever you spend your time with us, whether it be Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch, uh, where you could go. There have still been uh, no official head coaching hires for the Indianapolis Colts or for the Arizona Cardinals at this stage. Something to keep an eye on. Other teams like the Carolina Panthers, Frank Reich is their head coach, and they're starting to fill out their coaching staff. We know that there was uh, a couple of different circumstances that you know could have turned into bad decisions, like the Broncos trying to hire everybody under the sun and ultimately having to go with Sean Payton because they needed somebody to take their job. But what was the most questionable coaching hire of this 2023 cycle so far? We'll talk about it together. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it is made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, where you go for all new non-specialty Ford vehicles sold below MSRP. You can custom order your next Ford at Two Rivers Ford. So looking at the uh, circumstances, um, Will Dodson Jr. says it has to be this one by far. Karen O'Keefe says it has to be Todd Downing. Raymond Rodriguez says he'd rather take me as the offensive coordinator with than Todd Downing. Uh, Sean Payton in mile high is a weird one. Too much of a laid back city for a military head like Payton. Well, you know, that marriage is going to be curious, but I don't think you could call it questionable because what the Jets are doing is outright questionable. And, you know, given that there was a team that was borderline uh, or on the verge of making the playoffs for the first time in quite some time, you were kind of surprised to see the fixes that they've gone about, or at least I certainly was when we started the radio show today and Lucas dropped this news in my lap like a dead bleeping fish. Sports News on 104.5 The Zone. Yes. Not to railroad the show literally two minutes in, but according to Ian Rappaport, the New York Jets are hiring former Titans offensive coordinator Todd Downing as their new passing game coordinator. <laughs> I felt I had to interject. Wait, what? Okay. That literally. Bring at, it to a screeching at halt. 10 a.m. sharp. That's tweeted out by Ian Rappaport. You got to be kidding me. I have this whole monologue about the best 58 minutes of football that I've seen, I think, in my lifetime. And the Jets have to just drop that stink bomb in the middle of our laps to start the show. Rappaport goes on to say it adds a veteran assistant with extensive experience to join new offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. Robert Sala continues to beef up his offensive staff. So now that's oh, two, bleep you. Two, bleep former you. Titans, uh, two former Titans assistants on the Jets staff joining Keith Carter, the O-line coach. God almighty. What am I supposed to do with that? Just imagine, uh, I don't know, week nine. Of the 2022 NFL season telling Jets fans, hey, you know who's going to be? Like, I know it sucks right now with Zach Wilson in this whole situation, hey, but bud. I, I got a fix for you. <laughs> How about that guy in Denver and that guy in Tennessee teaming up? <laughs> what do you think about that? You know what? Two heads are better than one, baby. Bring it together. Mega mind stuff with Todd Downing and Nathaniel Hackett. New York, I mean, he's not going to be made available to the media as a passing game coordinator, but they are going to eat that Jets coaching staff alive in New York if they do not figure out ways to rectify that situation. Um, I mean, you want to talk about a dead fish to drop in my lap to start the show. It's Super Bowl Monday, for God's sakes. 
that's what you felt the need to bring the show to a screeching halt with? I thought I was getting punked. Honest to God, thought I was getting punked that he would drop Todd down and getting hired news by the Jets into my lap on the fr- I mean, I'm telling you, two minutes out the gate to start the show. It was wild. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented uh, by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com for your dream address without the stress, the Intel edge you need to succeed. That is always available to you, courtesy of the Ashton Group. GaryAshton.com will get you that Intel edge. You need to sell your home without any showings or staging. That Intel edge you need to find your next home while you sell your current one in this red-hot Nashville real estate market. And the Intel that helps you cash in on your home equity right now. Gary has the best information. Gary has the best properties. It's why they are the team that your favorite teams trust. Go to GaryAshton.com for the Intel edge you need to succeed. Don't sell without the intel courtesy of the Ashton team. So, uh as you look at the uh as you look at the circumstance for Todd Downing and the New York Jets, I don't know how you couldn't land on this one as the most questionable hire. Um because they're trying to reshape their offensive coaching staff in New York. They hired Todd Downing as the passing game coordinator. Uh of course we know that Downing was fired uh at the end of the season, two quarterbacks who will <laughs> which this is a, a funny note by Rich Semini of ESPN. Downing, who was fired after the season, has ties to two quarterbacks who might be potential offseason targets for the Jets, Ryan Tannehill and Derek Carr. Okay, had not heard Tannehill to the Jets as a talking point, but I just found out what my open on the radio show is going to be tomorrow. Downing was the Raiders quarterbacks coach in 2015 and 2016, their coordinator in 2017. Three Pro Bowl years for Carr, who is expected to become a free agent. Uh, It goes on to say, now, Robert Sala hired Mike LaFleur, or rather, fired Mike LaFleur, their offensive coordinator, brought in Nathaniel Hackett, the former Jets, uh, rather, the former Broncos head coach and Green Bay offensive coordinator. He replaced an offensive line coach, John Benton, with Keith Carter, who was also fired by the Titans. So if you get fired by the Titans, come on down to New York. They'll hire you. It is, uh, it's... You know, it's going to be interesting to see. And listen, Todd Downing won't have to be available. Corey D. Jackson asked, is Keith Carter there also? Yes, he is. In fact, he was there first. So maybe Keith was advocating for Todd. I don't know. Maybe Keith is pissed that Todd is now going to follow him to uh, follow him to New York at this point. What a time to be alive. But, uh, you know, all of this stuff, um, all of this stuff is just so funny to me because while I think people, I think the biggest criticism of Mike Vrabel's hiring habits is that he hires people who he's worked with before, right? But you look around the NFL and see how many of these dudes are recycled and regurgitated like Keith Carter and Todd Downing. Like, that's just the league. And right or wrong, it is what it is. But I almost want to watch that clip again just to see my live reaction because I knew that I laughed when I heard the news, but I didn't realize I like, <laughs> I laughed quite like that. Sports News on 104.5 The Zone. Yes. Not to railroad the show literally two minutes in. But according to Ian Rappaport, the New York Jets are hiring former Titans offensive coordinator Todd Downing as their new passing game coordinator. (laughs) I felt I had to interject. Wait, what? Okay. That literally... Bring it to a screeching halt. 10 a.m. sharp. That's tweeted out by Ian Rappaport. you got to be kidding me. I have this whole 
monologue about the best 58 minutes of football that I've seen, I think, in my lifetime. And the Jets have to just drop that stink bomb in the middle of our laps to start the show. Rappaport goes on to say it adds a veteran assistant with extensive experience to join new offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. Robert Sala continues to beef up his offensive staff. So now that's oh, two. you. Two former. Beef up is the line that was in the tweet written directly by Todd Downing's agent, one would imagine. I mean, my God, what a laughable situation. The Jets. Um, we'll see. <laughs> All right, let's move on and let's talk about the preseason NFL predictions you were most loud wrong about. Who did you pick in the Super Bowl prior to the season started? Did you have some kind of hot take that you uh, were made to eat your words on by the time the NFL season concluded? There's a big one for me that we're going to get to here in just a second because we all know how much we enjoy when I'm loud wrong about things. And this was as wrong about anything as I was, I think, at any point talking into microphones for me, which is going on, you know, the better part of a decade now. I can say that like a true, uh, a true egomaniacal sports talk radio gas bag. Either way, what was the NFL preseason prediction you were most incorrect about? We'll get to ours together. Right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports will get you in on all the action with the best odds boosts and promo bets out there. The NHL, college basketball, the NBA, baseball getting ready to start up, both college and pro, very, very soon. Here, as a matter of fact, hell, the XFL, the USFL, wager on them in your Superbook Sports app. Just simply download the Superbook app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, uh, what is the preseason prediction you were most loud wrong about? Puka says she thought the the Titans would be good. Yeah, there's that. Uh, William Jones says Bills versus Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Well, um, you know, I don't think that's a terrible one. Kenneth Crawl says Trey Lance breakout season was mine, LOL. Yeah, he made it. He got the Taylor Lewan treatment. He was like a couple of plays into the first or the second game of the season before everything went to hell on him. Stephen King says, I had Todd Downing winning coach of the year. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, there is, in fact, an NFL honors award for assistant coach of the year. But I can tell you that uh, Todd Downing was not in the running this year. Can confirm. Uh, Carlos Brown says he had the Bills versus the Packers as his preseason Super Bowl matchup. He had Kyler winning MVP and TJ Watt winning Defensive Player of the Year. All right, so you went 0 for 3, my guy. Tough scene. Here's what I was most loud wrong about. Um, Marlo Pointer says the Giants being a playoff team. They were a playoff team, Marlo. What do you mean? They made the playoffs. They got bounced by the Eagles. This is the divisional round. They won a playoff game, for God's sakes. Anyway, uh, the thing I was most loud wrong about was I thought Matt, I said prior to the season beginning that I would take Matt Ryan (laughs) instead of Ryan Tannehill. Before the AFC South competition began. I mean, individually and personally disappointed. Um, you know, as as a player, as a competitor, you want to be out there. You want to want to go. And so um, it's part of, uh, of the deal in this league. you got to produce and, and you got to go out there and play. And, and um, you know, frustrated that we weren't able to do that uh, in the first seven games. But... Um, you know, you move forward. You know, life in in this league is is week to week, and the production has to be there. So, obviously, disappointed personally, but um, here for the team. Matt, 
You know, I think anytime, I think, you know, as a, as a player, um, you, you just always anticipate, you know, it's next week, you're getting ready, you're, you're going to go. And so that's where your mindset's at. Um, and and there, there is a little bit of, of that surprise and shock or whatever uh, at the beginning. But uh, it's a decision they had to make. And, and um, you know, as, as a player, as a teammate, you know, you have to, you have to move forward. And, and you've, you've got to, you know, help out where you can. You know, but I've also learned in this league, it's it's tough to assume anything. You know, and, and the minute you you start to make assumptions about how things are going to shake out, you just never know. And so for me, you know, number one, it's about getting healthy um, and get myself into a position where you know I feel good and then uh, staying ready. And you play this week? I mean, we would have seen. You know, I think you know as you, as you grind, grind through it. You know, I'm, I've definitely been sore the last couple of days. Um, you know, but obviously would have. Like I've always done, you know. I think I've, I've missed three games, you know, uh, to injury, and so I've always, you know, tried to just give myself a chance. And, and you never know, you know. The other thing is, you, it's amazing what your body can do in 48, 72 hours, stuff like that. And so sometimes you don't know until the end of the week. But it would have been close. Yeah, yeah I love Sam. You know, he's he's been awesome uh, from the minute I got here. And so I just told him, you know, any any way I can help, you, you let me know. And uh, you know, as a player, you got to go out there and, and you got to cut it loose and, and you know, go play your game. Um, it's different from everybody's, you know, individual game is different. So go play yours and uh, he'll do a good job for us. Yeah, Matt Ryan uh, being better than Ryan Tannehill was uh, as tough a look as anybody's had this NFL uh, preseason. But, you know, that's what you get for hot takes. All right. We're going to try this new segment. It's called In Case You Missed It with Robert Walsh, executive producer of the primetime show Extraordinaire. Uh, We will get into uh, that here in just a second, right after I remind you that you can do no wrong when you go and get your fitness journey started at TrueMav Fitness. A new way to work out, a better way to work out. As a matter of fact, I cannot wait. So I made my weight 200 by, in fact, we were 196 by Super Bowl. We're feeling pretty good. And it's so much in thanks uh, or in part thanks to TrueMav Fitness. They have helped me get right. They can help you do the same. Their workouts are effective and they are efficient. Group classes that are boot camp style. You have a number of different workouts that they will uh, select for you. No workout is ever recycled or repeated. So your body doesn't lull itself into that continuous same motion, basically muscle memory. Now they're going to keep your body reacting. They're going to keep your body thinking and they're going to do it in a way that does not overwhelm you, but still helps you achieve your fitness goals. TrueMavFitness.com is where you go for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident and where you can also check out any number of their membership options. TrueMavFitness.com is where you go. All right, Robert, the floor is yours. Hey, if you were to weigh yourself right now, what would you weigh? I did not intentionally weigh myself this morning because of how hard I went. How hard I went in the paint uh, in the Super Bowl feast last night. I would probably say I'm at least 205 today. <laughs> I think you're being a little uh, underselling there. I bet you're like 208. You look a little hefty in the forehead there. It's, that's where it hangs after the Super Bowl. In the forehead, really? That's where it goes to. Look at mine. See how mine's all swollen up? So that's Super Bowl Monday. Happens to everybody. You can see it on their face. Uh, in case you missed it, 
A lot of stuff happens in the week. We're always talking about the Titans, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, how swole Rand Carthon looks, and he's probably the best-looking general manager in the league. But that means you're going to miss things, things that are going around in the league. So I thought we could use this as a time to look back at some of the better stuff that didn't come up in conversation. First off, we always talk about Derrick Henry. We say Derrick Henry's too – he's a bigger running back. We say the opposite about Von Miller. Von Miller is a smaller outside linebacker. This conversation came up in, I believe, Von Miller's podcast about how they are eerily similar. You know, the crazy thing about me and Derrick Henry is we have the exact same um, statistics. I'm a little bit faster in the 40 with the exact same height, exact same weight. What? I'm a little bit faster in the 40. His vertical is a little bit higher, yeah. and I think he got a couple of more reps on the bench press. I believe Von Miller was a fourth-round pick. Out of Louisville, a smaller dude. But now when you really think about it, you're like, what? right? Isn't that crazy? No, Von Miller was a first-round pick out of Texas A&M. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, I'm thinking about Elvis Numerville. I'm an idiot. Also, a, a small, another small outside linebacker. Leave me alone, man. It's been a long day. Look at my Von Miller's head. not small. He's 6'4". What are you talking about? <laughs> He's pretty small for an outside linebacker, man. But anyway, who would you rather play if they had to switch positions? If you had to have... One game of Von Miller <laughs> at running back or one game of Derrick Henry at outside linebacker? Where are you going? Uh, one game of Von Miller at running back because I know it's been a long time since Von Miller's had to carry a football. I know that Derrick Henry could come at you off the edge. People are already demanding we send you back to the shadows as you debut your new segment with misinformation running rampant across the internet. Well done by you. But Henry was, in fact, uh, they Nick Saban tried to get him to switch to defense. They wanted him to be an edge rusher uh, when they were recruiting him out of Uly, Florida in high school. Henry wanted to be a running back instead. He has had many, many years at this point to uh, refine that, uh, that uh, skill set. Von Miller, while I believe the sack dances involve a lot of hip thrusts, and things like that. Uh, I think that the ball carrying skill is probably something that I would fear less, although he's still wildly athletic uh, at the, his age and coming off uh, an, a, an ACL tear. I still wouldn't want to mess with him. I don't like them sending me back to the shadows. That's your thing. Only you can do that. That's like when you want to pick on your little sister and somebody else does it. It's like, no, only I get to pick on her. Only he gets to send me to the shadows. Uh, <laughs> next up. Speaking of brothers, I don't know if you have brothers or sisters. I am the big brother, so I've kind of overshadowed my little brothers. They're in my footsteps all the time. Everybody's talking about how cool my hair looks. Their hair's thinning. And it gets annoying sometimes to get compared to somebody so great and unobtainable like myself. So the Kelsey brothers have a similar situation with their older brother. Hi, my name is Sean Kelsey. I'm Jason and Travis's older brother. What's it like being the third Kelsey brother? I mean, I'm not going to lie, it's, it's, it's rough sometimes. You know what, I, I've always said that Sean has his own special gifts. I just wish he would move out of the basement. And you know, I have a podcast too. Welcome to the Kelsey Cast. It's the only time I really get attention is when people accidentally stumble across it because they think it's my brother's podcast. The world's number two Kelsey-hosted podcast. It just sucks only being known as someone famous's relative. My next guest is Arch Manning's dad. I think we're so proud of all of our children for all of their accomplishments. Look, I I love my family. Don't get me wrong. They're great. But I I just, I don't think they understand what it's like for me. Hey, Mom, how come you never want to wear my jersey? Uh, honey, they don't make JV jerseys for the parents. What about, like, my actual jersey? 
you know, we could like stitch it in with theirs in the middle or something. Didn't we have to turn it back in to the school? Remember, because they said it was so clean and basically still like new, they needed to reuse it. Like all the stuff they do that they get credit for, like most of that comes from me. I'm the brains. Like Jason's parade outfit, that was my idea. But it was his day, so I just let him have it. And Travis, don't even get me started. I'm the one who showed him the rock on SmackDown when we were kids. And that was my Beastie Boys CD. I was listening to it. They just overheard it. Honestly, Doc, I think we've buried the lead this entire weekend. We've added a new person to a Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore of best sports parents. I believe, what's her name? Susie? Is that Susie Kelsey? She is now up on the Mount Rushmore of sports parents, right beside uh, LeVar Ball. Uh, Who who else are some great sports parents? Oh, (laughs) Who um, else would even go up there? Oh, uh, Richard Williams, uh, father of Venus and Serena. Hall of Fame. No, not Will Smith. Not that terrible impression of Richard Williams. The actual. He won an award for that. It wasn't that bad. Well, that was right before he smacked Chris Rock in the face, which was far more award winning than his performance as Serena Williams' father. Um, But I would say that uh, I would say that Donna Kelsey, not Susie Kelsey, as you continue to spread this (laughs) in this segment. Uh, her reward for being on the Mount Rushmore of sports parents was to sit next to Roger Goodell during the Super Bowl, which, by the what? way, I can't enjoy or I can't imagine was an enjoyable experience because you know what? There were some PR people, some NFL PR people who said, you know, it'd be a great win when we show Raj on camera after we show Elon Musk and Rupert Murdoch sitting next to each other in a box. We need to put Donna Kelsey on one side of Raj. And Damar Hamlin, who our sport almost killed on the other side of Raj, that'll be a, be a big PR win. But yes, Donna Kelsey to the uh, to the sports parent uh, Mount Rushmore. What a rotation that would be! Goodell, Kelsey's mom, Damar Hamlin. I, I can't think wait. of a better one. Throw Snoop Dogg in there or Rihanna, and you're that's the Super Bowl rotation right there. Uh, ah, aliens! Uh, apparently, it was an issue uh, in the country. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's a little frightening. Sometimes yeah. you need to watch more of the news. So I'm just bringing you what's pertinent. Aliens might have been an issue, and they're How not did you just try to say pertinent? Pert, pert, what did I say? It's impert, how about it's impertinent? Aliens are coming. I heard just wanted to make sure we address this from the White House. I know there have been questions and, and concerns about this, but there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Again, there is no indication of aliens or terrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Wanted to make sure that the American people knew that, all of you knew that, uh, and it was important for us to say that from here because we've been hearing a lot about it. Um, I, I, I'm not. Would you tell us? I, I'm just, you know, I loved E.T., the movie, but I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. You know what movie I liked? Alien. I don't believe her. Not a word of it. That guy's asking the real questions. If you did hear something, would you tell us? And she's like, I love E.T. I'm about to phone home and hope my boss doesn't fire me. They're not telling us something. Watch out in the sky. Well, it's not even the aliens. It's the Chinese. Uh, like, there's the, this... <laughs> This balloon, like the Chinese are more real than the aliens. And of course, because we're silly, we're nonsensical human beings, we immediately default to aliens as opposed to the to the country <laughs> that's sending spy balloons the size of three school buses to hover over like 
where where was where was the uh, the Chinese balloon shot? Myrtle Beach. That's my whole point. If the Chinese were smart, they would have not sent it to the most redneck beach in the South. They would have sent it somewhere quiet up north where no one's going to say about it. Do you know how many people have guns and don't know how to use them in Myrtle Beach? It's a wonder that it wasn't shot down much much earlier than that and they have they have a big ass ferris wheel too like it could have ran into the ferris wheel myrtle beach would not be the first place that i would take a spy hot air balloon i would have tried a nude beach somewhere a little more tropical so you can get some nice pictures but anyway that's in case you missed it i feel like buck's gonna send me out of here at any moment so go ahead and do it buddy i'll take the trap door all right okay the trap door is a better uh, a better uh, uh method around here so through the trap door you go <laughs> It's so sudden every time. <laughs> that is, in case you missed it this week, we're going to do that shit every Monday, apparently. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. That's going to do it for the primetime show tonight. Uh, tomorrow on the radio show, we're going to diagram the entire Tennessee Titans offseason with Joel Corey, the former NFL agent, now working for CBS Sports. That's at 1120, so make sure you hang out with us. From 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. I still have to paint my face like an eagle because the Eagles lost the Super Bowl and I'm endeavoring to figure that out uh, by the end of the week, I think is the deadline that we should put on me for that. Uh, so if I have to end the Friday show with my face painted half green, half white, you will know exactly why. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your evening. If I don't catch you on the radio show, primetime starts tomorrow at 8 p.m. Central Time. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.